So foot for the art, that's why I'm so nice. I've been doing this thing my whole life. So foot for the art, that's why I'm so nice. Welcome to the Man Up Podcast. Big Tui. Yo, host, Jake, the Mississippi Superman Reeves. And with my co host, Tyler, the Arkansas Razorback Pig Face Copeland, and Wesley, the Longhorn Nose Looking Ass Boy Dunham. Loser ass. I just come up with those on the fly just no, then. We won today. Who'd y'all beat? Kansas State. <laughs> Kansas State, <laughs> hey boy, a win's a win. Y'all boys in Kansas Y'all beat little old pitiful Missouri today. So, hey man, that used to Watch be a big it. rivalry. Yeah, it still is a pretty big rivalry. Isn't it? Y'all in Kansas it's State? Not to me. No, them in uh, Missouri. I feel like it's not a big one. To I me. feel like Arkansas and Kansas should be a rivalry because <clears throat> it's like our Kansas versus Kansas. And I would take to, it. I take that win every year. You get to see who the real Kansas is. Kansas or our Kansas? I would take that win every year. It's yeah, I wouldn't be Kansas, dude. They're so bad. I mean, this year. They went but every year. Y'all are pretty bad, too, most years. You're stupid. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Got that Iron Bowl tomorrow, Alabama Y'all going to lose. Auburn. It's fine. Maybe. Real talk, in the Iron Bowl, you really can't call it because Arkansas – not Arkansas. Auburn plays the best game of the year a I lot of I swear to God, I hope you guys are up by two points and can try to kick another field goal. But y'all Shut got, up. Y'all got the field advantage tomorrow, though, right? Yeah. Don't they play in Tuscaloosa? Yeah, but uh, Tuscaloosa is not that sure hype this year. Arkansas almost beat them there. I mean, what the, you know. That is true. But y'all I'm, got a good squad this year, though. Only beat y'all by a touchdown. We look better. Everybody mad at Nick Saban because we only won by a touchdown. <laughs> are they? Yeah, you know, he went on that big rant on television about how Alabama fans are so ungrateful because, like, you'll be – we'll go – We'll go. We'll lose one game all season. And they'll be mad because we ain't blowing teams out by a hundred, or because we lost one game, or whatever. Yeah, the fan base is mad. They're not winning by. Yeah, if we if really? we only win if we only win by a touchdown, we're mad. How? Because that's how Alabama they fans can be. Stupid. We Maybe. expect to be like the monster <clears throat> juggernaut team every Saving year. Saving should go somewhere else then, or just retire. Yeah, or die. I don't care really, but. I, mean, I don't I, think you should quit or do either one because you really can't base your whole life off of a few haters mad about some dumb shit like that. Oh, but it seems like all of them, most of them. No, I don't like think ninety-seven percent. Most most Alabama fans would be very upset if Saban went anywhere. You know, like oh, there's a lot. Like it's just he's raised the bar so high. He's I'd like just, for him to go to Kansas. The bar of excellence, is and just then we can so start high. that rivalry. It's It'd be like a. I feel like Nick Saban going to Kansas would be like playing NCAA football 2014 on rookie. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like and then all of a sudden you go and make the 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 crappy team a juggernaut team. I used to do that. Like I, I'd I do, go to I still Alabama do that. and I'd win like nine national championships, and then I'd go to Kansas State, and within the next season I'd have the national championship there. Or that I'd that win like three season. or four there. Yeah, sometimes on first season. You ever just get bored of a school because you win so much uh-huh. and go start over? I, I, I'd go to Alabama and do that every time. Really? Yeah, I'd start off at Alabama because that's my team, you know, and then I would get bored playing at Alabama, and then I would just look for like the worst Mountain West team in the conference, and I'd go there, and I'd turn them into like a non-national championship. I think I did it with Idaho. Yeah, I've done it on a bunch of – I've done it with – Mount. like I'd go to Mountain West. That was always one of my favorite conferences because it's one of the worst conferences. And uh, I used to do that every year. Idaho Stadium looks like a high school stadium. Yeah, a lot of those stadiums out there do. I like it. You get outside the SEC, (laughs) the SEC stadiums are like bigger than a lot of NFL stadiums are. I wish it had given me the option to like build the stadium up after we started winning. Yeah. That would have been fun. That would have been fun. Did you build like 10 grand? Like five five grand seating capacity? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Right now it's got like 17 people. That's the whole thing. What did you fellas do for Thanksgiving this year? I worked like a lame old. Is that true? Yep. No, No shit, yeah. Wow, loser! What'd you do? You hear something is even nothing worse than that. What your boy has to work on Christmas too? Is that 
Really? And you haven't quit yet? Close to it. That's impressive. It's pretty lame, man. I'm off it's on pretty Christmas. Pretty lame. I'm close to it. Uh, well, my job it's it's like a sign up thing. So you sign up. Yeah. For what? <laughs> Holidays. Oh, really? Yeah. So if you want to work, was it what time and a half? Yeah. So if you want to work, you can work. If you I don't. do. I got double time. But I mean, oh, that's bad. bad. Yeah, but still, but, it sucks. I mean, but I am so like New Year's. I'm gonna do New Year's. I got up and did Black Friday this year. I seen that. How was that? It was. It actually it wasn't that packed, <clears throat> and there was some pretty good deals. I did it. I've never done it early in the morning like that before. Usually we do Black Friday Thursday night is what everybody's been doing yeah. until this year. This year nobody did that. Oh did really? Everything was closed on Thursday, so you, you had to get up Friday morning, huh? Did you go in a group or was it just you? And just me and Balen. We went and bought, got the kids a couple things. We did some things, whatever. What was your um, most expensive purchase? I have no idea. What we didn't spend that much. Oh really? No. I had a most expensive purchase. Today. Less than four hundred dollars on every store we went to. I spent a twelve hundred dollar purchase this morning. Woo! Online? <clears throat> no. You went somewhere and got it? Yes. What'd you go get? A bed. Okay. Like for y'all or Yes. California King? Nice. Just a regular king. I want a king, so that bitch is clean. Word. Well, we had the foam, the straight foam mattress. Yeah. <clears throat> And it looked like it was smiling at you because it had the big dip mm. in the middle from where my lard ass has been laying on it. On um, my spot on the bed, I, we, we always we have to move the mattress around because yeah. my big ass lays. We always have is a big hump, and I didn't. We didn't like. I was always saying it, and then Balin went and laid on my side of the bed. And she's like, "Oh my god, like it's like, terrible, right? It really is really bad over here. Our like, back was all hurting the next day from sleeping on my side. She was all like, "No wonder you're hurting all the time, Jay." Yes. Like this is terrible. My you have back. to tense up to stay on it. You're gonna roll off. If <laughs> well, not. mine's. I got a little dip coming up on the edge of the bed where I lay, and like so, it's got there's oh, a so dip on the edge of the in, bed, yeah. and so I like kind of this little contour where I just kind of sunk down into the hole. Damn, it's yeah. it's bad. Mine's very bad. <clears throat> so then we just took it out, and we got so now we got the one that's got individually individually wrapped coils instead instead of the the, the springs that are all tied together. Yeah. So I guess now when you lay on it, it contours to you. Right. It's pretty sweet. That's, that's all right. Yeah. After that, today, <clears throat> we went and laid around the house. I went back home, went to bed. And then I got up, this, I got up, went to the gym, got that workout in. Did y'all eat good last night? We didn't eat good last night. We ate good yesterday at noon. Let me just tell lunch. you. I ate. I ate. Who cares whether it's good or not? Uh, I decided that Thanksgiving's not for me, though. Okay. Why was that? Because I died again last night. I went to the state game, right? The Egg Bowl. Yeah. <clears throat> with the wife and her mom. And you know how I've been having those cinnamon allergies I was telling you about that just destroys me? Yeah. Well, guess what's in all fucking Thanksgiving food? What's that? Cinnamon. Correct. Fourth quarter, my guts just start hurting like hell, right? So yeah. I was like, oh my God. I told Taylor, I said, I think it's happening. She was like, you want to leave? I said, I'll never make it. We'll never make it home. So I went to the bathroom upstairs, and I was probably in there for like an hour. Yeah, and it was so bad. Like I started sweating real bad and stuff. I had my shirt and my jacket just off. I had hung it up on the damn stall clip. <laughs> Ooh, you was getting like, it. yeah. Well, I I, I went <clears throat> to lunch this Monday. Mm-hmm. I went to the grill. I got a steak salad and I shit my pants. Is that true? Driving back to the gym, I did sure you did. Really? I did. I swear to God, you my clothes God? are still in the back of my truck in a garbage bag. Like right hard now. shit or liquid shit? It was liquid, straight up liquid water. That because is... of the steak salad? I don't know. I shit my pants I think on the so, way home. It had onion night. straws in it. Anytime I eat kind of onions, <clears> that kind of stuff, always uh, like fried onion straws and stuff. It, it always tears my stomach up. I shit my pants for a solid like two minutes yesterday on the way home. You actually shit your no, pants? No, I'm yesterday? not kidding. Really? Yeah, it was just like I don't know. So we both shit our pants in the same week. Is that uh, yeah? Yes. We both pooped our pants. Like same I got week. I got home right. I got home and I was just sitting there and I was good. So when I stepped out of the car, 
there's so much pressure on my lower body i i couldn't even hold it i didn't even know it was coming <laughs> yeah. and it's just going and like i said it's just water and i got in the house and my wife's grandma was like hey how's it going i was like it's great still running down my leg you know what i mean like the excitement's still running down my leg oh my god and i go to the bathroom and sit down and it was just like they dropped the bomb on nagasaki again it was just I was just like, holy shit. And I could not control my bowels at all. Tell you what, we're only eight minutes in and we probably said the word shit 400 times. I mean, you know, they say it on, they say it on uh, TNT now. Yeah, it's I'm fine. just saying. But then I, <clears throat> all right, so I was driving back and I, I, my, my stomach didn't even feel messed up though. Really? My stomach felt totally fine. Oh, I thought I had a little baby bubble fart to let out. Sneak attack. So I leaned up on the one butt. <laughs> this is the first time I've, I've pooped my pants as an adult. Really? Uh, when I, I, had, I had a stomach virus one time, and I was vomiting in the toilet, yeah. and I had to pick what was going to go in the floor or in my pants. It was either going to be vomit or, <laughs> or poop. And I was already leaning over the toilet, vomiting in the toilet. I was like, well, I guess I'm just going to poop in my pants because I got something to catch that. <laughs> and that's the only other time I've ever pooped my pants as an adult. That's and, a savage uh, way to look at it. You know, when I, that happens to me, I'm always butt naked. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. I had pants on. Damn, you'd, have, you'd had a mess to clean up. Yeah, man. I think I'd have vomited. Well, I could have vomited in the. This is a gross conversation. I could have vomited in the in the bathtub, bathtub and then it. pooped in. Yeah, done it. But I uh, I had to make a decision <laughs> to make. Well, this time though, I thought I had a little bubble fart to let out, and I leaned up on the one butt cheek. I was gonna let that sucker rip. And just boom, and I just immediately I was like, "Oh no, oh no, <laughs> that's awful!" I let this sucker go, and I was going down Wilkins Wise Wilkins Wise Road, coming back to the gym because I always go the back way, you know. And uh, I get back up here. Luckily, there's nobody here, so I'm like, "Oh, thank God!" So I waddle back in here and clean myself up and bag my clothes up. And <clears throat> I, I never have as an adult. Um, I'll be 39 soon, and. Last year, I remember, and that was the first time that I had ever come that close to it. Like I was a hairline away from. Oh, it. you've never done it at all. Tyler's no, I was coming back from. Uh, yeah, Starville. I shit my pants a lot. I was coming back from start when I was in my work van, <laughs> of course, and uh, <laughs> if I would have had to go another five minutes, I would have. I have the worst guts on earth, though. You yeah. have to know that my guts are. Didn't you get diagnosed with Crohn's disease one it's time? Something weird, yeah. But I'm just never but, followed up on it, and so I'm just like shit my pants like does once that a week. Too? Cinnamon does something else to me. Cinnamon, I think it's cinnamon. I still, I, I'm not 100 percent on that. I'm, I'm blaming cinnamon, but it's what I try to stay away from the most. But uh, I break out in hives, and like yesterday, the tops of my ears, they were like this big. The top. That's like, weird. Like I don't like it was like holding his stuff. hand up, showing us how big, but y'all can't see. But that. I mean, it was like huge. They were huge. Yeah. And like I was in the, I was in the stall, just holding my ears because they were hurting because they were swelling up so bad. And I was just like, God, what hurts worse, you know? I was like, please, Jesus, let me out of Mississippi. I don't want to die at Mississippi State. Let me. Why don't you kill me in Arkansas? You know what I mean? Like, let me die in Fayetteville if I'm going to die at a football field. But it was it was bad. Bro, sometimes you just got to let that evil out, man. Oh, that was more than evil. Sometimes the evil's That was out. Satan. Straight up, that was him. <laughs> he went into the septic system at Mississippi State. The devil. The devil now <clears throat> is in, is in Starkville, Mississippi. In that field. It was bad, yeah, dude. Wade, what, is it Wade Davis? Davis Wade, Davis yeah. Wade I hate to, I hate to say it, but it was freaking terrible. What about everybody that had to go in that bathroom while using there after? Oh, they wasn't tripping. It wasn't. It didn't. Have, it wouldn't smell like anything. It smelled like virus. Like virus. You ever have a viral <laughs> shit? It's awful smelling. Uh, uh, yeah, but they don't smell like shit to me. Yeah, they smell awful. They smell worse. Okay, well there you go. So them people were probably like, man, this poor guy, he's sick. Oh yeah. He doesn't feel good at all. And then, like, but the thing is, the line was so long. 
when I went to initially get in there, I didn't think I was going to make it. I thought I was going to shit my pants there at the stadium, which would have been worse because I'd terrible. had to walk all the way back to the car. Right, that'd have been awful. So, so I clenched and just struggled in pain, and I tried to do relaxed breathing yeah. <laughs> exercises and focus on like one thing. Oh, you know, I've been doing Wim Hof breathing. How's that work? Cool. It's pretty cool. You got to go, get on YouTube and do it. Okay, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. You know, Wim Hof is a gangster. Oh yeah, he. Uh, I don't know who he is. He he like climbs super tall mountains like at Mount Everest in shorts. Really? He has got the world a bunch of like ice world records. Um What's not where close he, like, submerges himself in ice. Is that the stuff that Hicks and Gracie does? Yeah, Hicks like, and Gracie does something real similar, I think. Okay. Yeah. What's wrong with that dude? Um he, he does he does a breathing technique and they've said that he can control even like down to his immune response. He can control his immune response to getting sick through his breathing techniques. Really? They studied him. Oh, just took a shot, guys. Excuse me. They they studied him at Stanford University, the Mayo Clinic. They injected him with something. They did, a, and then they did, they injected him with something, then studied his response to it, and he was able to keep himself from getting sick. Then they did the same thing with like thirty people. Well, they took sixty people. They did a control group of thirty, and then he took thirty and took them up in like a mountain for thirty days, and um, taught him his breathing technique and cold like treatment and stuff. And uh, at the end of the 30 days, the 30 people, or however long it was, the 30 people who had worked with him were all able to control their immune response when injected with the virus. No oh, shit. And were able to keep themselves what, like, so, from getting as sick as everybody in the, in the control group. So some of them might have had a scratchy throat, and other ones were like, like sick, sick. Puke yeah. and diarrhea. Is that like the timed breathing, like we in for seven seconds, hold, and then no, out and all No, the way that? he does it is it's uh, 30 seconds, just in, out. And out fast, and then you hold your breath for like a minute, and then but because you've you've done the breath work for the last thirty breaths, um, it's pretty easy to hold it for a minute. Then the second time you'll do it for like a minute and a half, but it's actually a lot easier than you think. And then I think I've done it for like two minutes or whatever. Really? And you can hold your breath for, th for I can hold my breath pretty easily for two minutes after doing it. And you can you do it like every day, but it only takes about eleven minutes to do it. Um. And, and then you're good for the day. You, you have just do a, a session like that. You well, I'm not gonna say you're good for the day. I mean, there's de you can definitely still have a bad day, but it it releases a lot of stress and anxiety. No, it, but I mean the exercise. You just do it once a day. Yeah, once a day. Yeah, <laughs> once one eleven minute session a day. Um, my neck goes numb when I do it. My jawline goes numb. My fingers will start tingling and stuff. It's because you're dying. <laughs> you're not dying. You're, you're flooding your system with oxygen. You're doing really? oxidizing. It like oh, wow. it like brings your your brain to like another state of really? like consciousness. Yeah, it's crazy. Like you, you're super at peace. Do you get lightheaded at all? Yeah, really, a little bit. Yeah, well, it's not as much light because your eyes are closed. I'm not super lightheaded, but like stuff goes numb. My, my face and my 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 neck, my neck. Everybody talks about their like different things going numb, but my neck and my jawline go. Where do you numb. find this interesting shit? Uh, I think Alan turned me on to this the first time, but I'd heard of him for years. He's super famous. Oh really? I'd heard of him before that. He, I think Alan's the first person to like show me the actual technique. But you can get it on YouTube and, and and do it with him. And he's got an app you can download. So he'll do it with me. I mean, he's he just guides you on YouTube. So basically, we're doing it together. Kind of. He just he just kind of like guides you through the technique. It's so pretty cool though. Tell people that him and I did the technique together. I mean, you'd be lying. It's loosely based truth. I mean, that'd be. It's like I say. Like I train with John Donner all the time because he's on the video. Yeah. So basically, no. But kind of. I mean, it's all about perspective, man. I tell you man. another thing that, I, that I'm into right now. You were talking about my mental health kick. I get into mental health kicks because mental health is a struggle that I have. 
You know what I mean? You I was talk, just saying you get into kicks. Period. I do get into kicks. I, I'm, I have what I have an addictive personality. Yeah. Where I get into something and I get like all the way into like, it. Sometimes we talk about politics four or five times and then we'll talk about yeah, you know, whatever you're into. But right. Well, it is your podcast. I got into uh, what I'm doing right now that's different is uh, I do cardio every workout. Oh, really? And the reason I do cardio every workout right now is because I hate it. Okay. I, like it's not to get in better shape. It's just, not. Just it's not. It's, it. I do it because I hate it. Um, like you're let, not letting it control you, right? Well, because it hate you. Hate I think it. that it, so back on the on the board, what it says up there, and it says mental health and the com- and comfort effects on it. Um, like suicide rates in places like Africa are extremely low, but they're extremely high in the first world. Now that doesn't make any sense when you look at it at face value. When you look at it at face value. You would think that people who live in places that are really, really terrible would kill themselves at a much higher rate than people in the first world. But that's not true. White male, white middle class and white upper class males are the largest number of people who kill themselves on the planet. Yeah. That's who's more likely to kill themselves than anybody else. And the reason that is, is because the human brain is not designed to be comfortable all the time. If you're comfortable too much, it will make you miserable. You'll even your brain will start looking for things to make you miserable because you're too comfortable. Your brain's uh. not designed to be comfortable all the time. And we live in this world. This is something Wim Hof says as well. We live in this world of air conditioning and heat and and food available to us all the time. And the human brain is meant to struggle for food. It's meant to be hot and be cold and 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 be miserable and be happy and and have ups and downs. And when we've taken the world that we live in and we take all those ups and downs out of the equation and we just live in this state of almost uh we were talking last week and i used the term i feel like a lion in the zoo a lot of time yeah. not necessarily in this disregard but but that's what we end up feeling like we feel like a lion in the zoo we feel like we're, we're meant to be out on the the plains of africa hunting you know hunting uh uh gazelles gazelles that's what i was trying to think of I got you, but instead we're stuck here in this you know in this in this zoo yeah. You know what I mean? Getting petted and shit. And so that's the that's the struggle I think a lot of men go through. So one of my, the things that I'm doing now is I do cardio every single workout for the simple fact that I absolutely hate cardio. You started or finish it with cardio? I start every workout with cardio. I get it out of the way first thing. By every every time you go to the gym, every you time start I go to the gym with cardio. I start with cardio. I mean, now. so you don't literally hit cardio before every pump you do. Right, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, not between every set. Okay, okay. Between, before every workout. So before every start of every workout. Right. Okay. So like the other day, I, I, I and, I, and a lot of times I'll try to do something that sucks. Yeah. So I got on the rower the other day and I was like, I'm going to do 10,000 <laughs> meters on the rower. Oh, wow. Which took me about just under an hour to finish of pretty getting it pretty heavy, you know. So I'm on there just getting it for almost an hour. My lower back screaming at me. I know that there's not going to be any great physical effect of this one time doing 10,000 meters on the rower. I know from a physical standpoint, I'm not burning enough calories from this one. Cause I'm not going to, it's not something I'm gonna do every day. Right. I did it because I knew it sucked. I did it because I knew it was going to be a very difficult thing for me to finish. So you just mix it up every time. Yeah, like, I do. So today I did the bike yesterday. I did the Stairmaster. I did okay. 50, I did 50, 50 floors on the Stairmaster yesterday. That sounds shitty. It wasn't nearly as bad as 10,000 meters on the rower. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, you can do fit. You can do 50, 50 floors on a Stairmaster in 10, 15 minutes. I mean, yeah. yeah, but I bet that still sucks. Though. It wasn't. A, I mean, it wasn't the most fun I've ever had. But at it what was, pace did you do it at? I don't know. I don't know how to tell like you the pace. Fast, fast. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was back and forth. I would go fast for a little while, and then if I needed a break, I'd break it back down. Because like I walk steps a lot. You know what I mean? I, I do like probably ten flights a day. 
but all in one time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that first eight is not that bad, but those last two freaking suck. And by the time I get to the top of the tenth, my kneecaps are on fire. It's just crazy. I mean, it, my legs were burning, but it was that. I'm 50, telling you, that ten thousand meters on the rower was. I think the most I'd done before that was like five, and yeah. that was when I was getting ready for a fight. Five what? Five thousand meters. And you did how many? Ten thousand. Was that? About that two, sounds like a lot. Two miles dude. or something like that. It's almost seven, six and a half, six point two or something. Like that. it's, it's, it's almost, oh really? Yeah, it's over six miles. Damn. Yeah. What's it, a rower? Like you talking about like in a boat? Yeah, the thing out there where you got the you got the you're grabbing the 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 stick in front of you that's attached to the chain or the whatever the whatever it is, and you pull it to you, and the seat moves back and forth. Yeah, yeah you yeah, do okay, it with okay. resistance, or you just do it? Uh, highest weight? resistance. Oh, really? So highest, you did it 10,000 meters and highest resistance. Highest resistance, yeah. Dude, really. you're a psychopath. Well, I got to about 3,000, and I was like, man, this sucks. But when I got to, like, 5,000, it was like, man, this really sucks. I got to eight, and I was like, dude, I can't do this. Like, I was ready to quit, really, at, like, six or seven. But I just, you know, the way I see it is if I let myself get in the habit of quitting – you're Something I set quit. out to do now, I'll quit everything. You right. know what I mean? Like, I want to start fighting again, whatever. I'm going to go ahead and get in the mindset right now of I'm going to finish what I started. I don't care how bad it sucks. My, I thought my lower back was going to blow out. I thought there was no <laughs> way because my lower back was, like, killing me. That sounds like That's suck. a good feeling when you finish it, though. You're but like, I you're like man, I just beat that. Yeah, and then I stood up and I couldn't walk. Really? Yeah. Still, but the mental aspect, though. Like the mental you said, aspect you beat, was like, like, yeah, I, I finished it. That. I finished yeah. the 10,000. Yeah. T- that's why I took a picture put on my Instagram because yeah. I was like, man. How would you feel the next day? I actually, I'm, I'm sore. I was sore, but it wasn't too bad. How long? Two days ago? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I did it on Wednesday. What? No, I did it on Tuesday. Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. Oh. One or the other. I did the bike today. I didn't have a lot of time today because I had to be here about five, and I, I didn't start lifting. did start working out to four, almost four. I'm going to set my bar a lot lower, and I'm going to start doing so, what you're doing. You know, I'm, I'm starting a book. I haven't started it yet, but he was on the Ed Milet show. Um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but uh, he wrote a book called Atomic Habits, and that's basically what he says is it's all about how 1% changes to your day can completely change the trajectory of your life. Little yeah. small habits of like, he had a friend, for instance, I haven't started the book yet, but this, he said this on the podcast, for like the first two or three months of him working out, he wouldn't spend more than five minutes in the gym. He would oh, not man. allow himself oh. to spend more than five minutes. He would go to the gym every day, do half of a workout, half of a, of, of a set, or like whatever. He'd be there for five minutes and he'd leave every single day. And what he was doing was he was building the habit of going to the gym ah. every single day. And so once he became the type of person that just went to the gym every single day, he would let himself stay longer. But right. when you're really out of shape and you're really fat, and you, you don't want to fucking do an go. hour or two hours, God you're I. dreading wanting to go to the gym so bad, you just quit going. So you have to change kind of the little thing first. The only thing that keeps me like going steady is if I have pre-workout. I take it before. I hate pre-workout. That way I know my skin's going to catch on fire. Yeah, if you especially and like, don't work and, out. And you don't want to go home like that, uh-huh. right? You don't. So no. I take it before I leave work. Yeah. And so I'm. That's probably smart. I do it. That's that's why I take it before I leave work. Just yeah, so I know my skin's going. gonna fall off between and there and work. And once you've like, been going long enough, it's just kind of like it becomes just kind of part of who you are. Well, I fell like when off. I leave work every single day. I go to the gym or whatever. I fell off. I'm not gonna lie. You got to get back. But, on it. but when I was doing that, when I was no, not when you were because you're back doing it now. What? You're back going to the gym now. You ain't falling back off. I'm not. You back? I am back. I'm just saying, like I, I have fell off. That's okay. You fell off. Now it's time to get back. I'm getting back. I know. I know you are. It's all good. I already know you. I know you as a person, man. I like you're you. the kind of person that's going to keep going. You're a good guy. <laughs> I like what you're doing here, too. What is I that? I like it. Just Some kind of mental warfare that's going to make me go back to the gym because yeah. you said so. Yeah. But now I'm only going to go because I believe so. in you. I like that. People people are more likely to do things when people believe in them. 
You know what I mean? Well, there's, a, there's another thing that um, whenever you're dealing with like really out of shape people. Yeah. Um, not like me. Same thing when it comes to atomic habits. Yeah, not like you. Like, like people that are 600 pounds. Okay. One of the first things they teach them is to make a power promise. And it can be anything. And a power promise is just it's a way to increase your self-esteem. Yeah. And what you do is you say, every night I'm going to brush my teeth. And no matter what, every night you brush your teeth. And then you learn, oh, when I say I, I do, I'm going to do something, I do it. I'm not doing that. But you don't brush your teeth every night? I'm not brushing my teeth every night. You don't brush your teeth every night? No. How often do you brush your teeth? Every day, but I don't do it every night. <laughs> Just once a day? No. I got a toothbrush at work. You know what? I've, I've found it easier in the past, like, not to power promise to myself, to but okay, to, like, if I tell somebody else I'm going to do it. Yeah, that's a different Then I can thing, do it. Yeah. Or if I don't do that. Like I um, do something that has a deadline. Right, deadlines definitely help. Like uh, like I'll sign up for something. Well, what the power promise? Yeah, that helps me a lot. Like like, like say for instance, like the judicial tournament. Yeah. Like no, so now I have to be in, uh, ready right. for this. You know, but, right. The but problem with that, that is what happens after that. That's over. That's what I found. Yeah. What I found was when I quit fighting, I never had. I didn't have a reason to be in shape anymore, so I gained like a hundred pounds. Oh, dude. When I quit fighting, both and, times. Yeah, it happens all the time. So what I found, what I found was better was turn myself into the kind of person that trains no matter what. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't train for a fight anymore. I don't train for matches. I train all the time. But you should be super smooth by now. And so, right? Because now there's no, there's no angle. You know what I'm saying? What do you mean? There's not an angle there. You're not training for something. Right. You're just doing it because. Right. I do it. So now when you what. actually have to use it in a match, it's like no, now I'm dude, in better that's... shape going into right. camp. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly right. So, but what what the power promise does is it changes your mindset on who you are as a person. Yeah. Because one of the things that hurts a lot of people is. They set goals and then they don't see them through. Oh, yeah. Well, then next time you set a goal, when you do that, you're going to be less likely to see it through than you were the first time because now you've already taught yourself. Oh well, when I set goals, I don't take them that seriously. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna set a goal and then you then you 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 say oh, I'm gonna start eating right tomorrow, but then you don't. You say well, I'm gonna start next week. You know it's so crazy. And then next week gets there and you're like, well, I do it for two or three days and you're like, well, I'm. I, I can do a cheat meal now. You do a cheat meal and then you don't get back on the wagon and then you quit eating right again. And then the more times you do that, you're repeating a cycle. Because well, you realize how easy it is to keep doing it. Right. And then you, you repeat the cycle and you're yeah. like, well, and I don't really believe I'm the kind of person that sees things through anymore. It's the heater. Oh. Um, there's a little wheel squeaking back there. It's the heater. Um, so you say, okay, well, I'm not the kind of person that sees things through. And, and it's subconscious. It's not conscious. You're not saying that to yourself. But then next time when you say, all right, I'm going to get in shape, you almost don't even believe yourself anymore. Right. Have y'all felt that before? Yes. When oh, yeah. you start to get in shape, you start to do something, you don't really believe yourself anymore. No. That's why it's really important to do little bitty things first. I'm little trying to... bitty things to teach yourself. Because when you say, okay, I'm going to get in shape, and you eat nothing but broccoli, rice, and, and, and bland chicken, and you're going to go do three hours of cardio a day. You're not gonna stick to that, bro. No, you can go too hard, too fast. Right, like with that. Yeah. Well, one of the reasons is it's not even just going too hard, too fast in terms of soreness. It's too hard, too fast mentally. You mentally can't take it. You're not that. You're not that mentally strong yet. Really good, huh? You know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta work yourself up into believing in yourself. Because if you don't, if you set a goal and you don't really believe in yourself deep down, you're not gonna. You're not going to see that goal. Too. I agree. I agree. I can you know? attest to that all the time. Absolutely. I do the same thing. But Me another too. problem I have is like. um Consistency based on um, what's the word? What's the word for for readily available? What's, you know what I'm saying? Accessibility. Like accessibility. Uh, no. Easy accessibility. You know what I'm saying? Tell me what you mean. Like I could go to the gym, or my house is closer, so I'll go there. Right, but that's, that that what is that called? Being lazy. Okay. What about 
I could go to the store and buy lettuce and tuna fish, which I really like. I told you this, right? Yeah. I really like it. Or I can go McDonald's. McDonald's. Right. The same what thing. is that called? Being a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not being a piece of shit. Uh, but it's, it's just, that's every. That, I don't. I don't have a word for it. But yeah, that's it, there is a word for it. It's got to be because I can't. Because I don't like to meal prep, and it's really hard to eat healthy if yes. you don't meal prep. Okay. Well, here's my deal. Right. I told you guys before that I really like salad. I really like salad. I really like it with tuna, carrots, and other oh, shit. So you like them together? Like a, oh, yeah, like, I put tuna on my salad okay. and eat it. I thought you talking about both, because I, I like both, but I've never had it like that. No, it's really good. I mean, plus yeah. you're getting your protein with your greens, right? Yeah. So, I, and I did it. I did it for two meals a day for weeks. You went too hard too fast? No, I ran out. And I'm too fucking lazy to go to the store and get more. So instead, the McRib was like two for a dollar. I was like, yep, that sounds delicious. Fuck it. But you just got to go back to the store and get God more. dang, man. I Here's know. But I, This is where I'm at in my life right now. I heard The Rock say this, and it, 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 it it's different the way I'm, I'm processing it. He said it in a thing. He was like, at some point in your life, you got to stop being okay with second place. Yeah. And the way I see it is, at some point in your life, you got to be the person that you're trying to grow up to be. You know what I mean? Because you I always you got to stop being okay with what second, second place is what he said. Damn, but the way I, mean. I see it is, at some point in your life, you got to stop being okay with being second place with who you're supposed to be. Because we all have a goal of who we really want to be in our life. We want to be successful. Mm-hmm. We want to be rich. We want to be super in shape. We all want to be super fit. And at some point, if that's going to happen, you just got to make up your mind. It's time for that to happen. You do what? Man up. Man up. That's right. You got to just man up. You know. And so, where I'm at in my life right now, Tyler's super proud of himself right now. I'm not. I was hoping you would be. Where I'm, I am proud of you. Where I'm at in my life right now, it's, it's just Happy time. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, brother. Time for another shot. It's just time. It's just time. Because here's the thing, guys. We're in our 30s. We ain't getting no younger. We ain't getting no younger. It's no. not getting easier from here. So, you just got to make up your mind now. Because after 40, it gets harder. And after right. 50, it gets harder than that. And after 60, it's damn near impossible. And while 20 yeah. years seems like a long time, it really isn't. No. If you really sit down and think about how fast the last five years have went by. Well, see, that's that's one that I've been guilty of that in the past, using that excuse because I'm fixing to be 39. Yeah. Oh, and shit. realizing that it gets harder. To, it's going to get harder. And like, oh my I've God. used that as like, fuck, this is hard, so I just quit. Yeah, but dude, yeah. it's not getting easier. Yeah. No. So you and just got to make a decision. Get, yeah, exactly. Hey, man, you got somebody easier. to lean on, though, bro. Lean on us. I well, no, that's what I was going to say just a minute ago. I was going to butt in and say it, but that's that's the importance of having like you know support backing system. and a team and a support system. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you, you around, like there was a study, I, I, the same pod, I had my let podcast with the guy that wrote Atomic Habits was on there. He was saying that they did a study that tested uh, people who were all people you would say were ultra disciplined, people who were just in amazing shape, ate healthy. Um, Worked out consistently, whatever, because consistency is really the key in everything. And that's everything the word I was life, looking for. I think a minute ago, consistency is king. Maybe. So what they found was people who met their goals and were super disciplined and were consistent. The number one thing was the fact that they limited their exposure to the types of things and the types of people who tempted them the most. Like they were around other people. Like you're gonna live up to the expectation of the people around you, right? Every time. Oh, yeah. well, I don't hang out with dopeheads no more. Exactly. If you're if you have yeah. a drug problem, or, or even if you don't have a drug problem, but you hang out with people that are on dope, you, you will do dope. Absolutely. If you if, if you hang get, out in a barbershop long enough, you gonna get a haircut. Yeah. You know, cut what I mean? hair one. <laughs> 
Something. Or, or cut hair one. Right, you're something. Do one. Exactly. Yeah. You're going to cut hair, get a haircut. That's right. It's a matter of time. You know, you will always live up to the expectation of your peer group. Of not only the expectations they have of you, but the expectations they have of themselves. Yeah. So if you're hanging out with people that don't hold themselves accountable, don't hold themselves to a high standard, you are not going to hold yourself to a high standard. That's why you, I don't hang. I don't want to hang out with losers. Yeah, I like. I may like you. That's why we've been kicking it so long. That's I bet. right. That's weird. You know. Not. I mean, just not thinking about it. Like that's weird. That's true though. Like, I'm not a super health nut, but I'm super like into making money. You know, yeah. even if it is a job. Yeah. But you got to be around people around that are about those same things. Man, you you got to be around been, those kind of people. Clearly, you surpassed me. Probably not as much as you think. I mean, but you still have. Or probably. in general, they just are going to pick you up, not tear you down. Exactly. I mean, yes. Because people don't swing down. Right. People swing right, up. Yeah. Crabs pull crabs, you know, the crab in the bucket metaphor. When you talk about crabs trying to climb, climb out of the bucket, if you ever watch crabs trying to climb out of the bucket, the other crabs will pull the crabs back down in yeah. the bucket. Yeah. Because people, misery loves company. It's like monkeys in a barrel. I don't know about monkeys in a barrel. I know crabs in a barrel. You ever seen, you know, played the game monkeys in a barrel? Uh-uh. You got to try to loop them out. Yeah, but it's essentially out. the same thing. Like, okay. if, you, if you think about it in reverse, the monkey's holding on to the monkey on top from the bottom. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Either one's pulled out or he's pulling him back in. Right. Same scenario. Yeah. It's a game. Right. But Kids people who game. are above you will always lift you up. That's true. Usually. you Almost never do you see people who are doing better than you talk shit about you. If they know you. I mean, if they don't know you, they don't even we talking they don't, they don't talk or, about you I'm saying, we talking friends or we talking? Anybody. Okay. People people that are doing better than you, if they don't know you, they ain't talking about you at all. True. They don't care about you. Yeah. You're not on their radar. If they do know you, they're going to lift you up or they're not going to talk about talk to you about it at all. But people that, like, if you got if you got a bunch of friends that are fat yeah. and you start trying to get in shape, yeah. they're not even trying to sabotage you, but they're going to be like, oh, man, you know what? One, one, one cinnamon roll ain't gonna hurt. Right. Eat this one thing; oh, it ain't gonna you be that bad. You could have said anything else, you know that, right? You know what I mean? Why? Oh, because you cinnamon. <laughs> yeah. um, Appreciate it, bro. This one thing is not gonna hurt. They they're gonna try to drag you down, and the reason they're dragging you down is not because they're trying to be bad friends. They're just fat. They're just fat, and then also <laughs> they don't want to lose their friends, right? Mm-hmm. Because what y'all had in common was you were all fat pieces of shit, and then if you my piece of healthy, shit, they were just all no, fat. No, one hundred percent. If you're fat, you're a piece of shit. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Nope, that's mean. I don't care. I don't care. You have a part in your life that you do not have control of. You don't have control of your diet. You're not the person who's dictating the control of your diet. Therefore, you have to just accept the fact in your life. Just because you're in shape don't mean you got fat people piece of shit, man. What about motherfuckers with issues, medical issues and stuff? There's very, very few of those out there. Um, if, If I'm... In really, really great, good shape, but I don't take care of my kids. What am I? Piece of shit. If I'm in really awesome shape, but I don't have a job and I live with my parents, what piece am I? Piece of shit. I feel okay? you. So there's a lot of different ways you can be a piece of shit. Okay. There's so a you're lot saying different- as yourself, as a bodily person, you're a piece of shit. Absolutely. Not just as a human. It's like different. Like, you right. have a responsibility. That's why I talk about the four F's all the time. Faith, family, fitness, finance. If you are failing in any one of those categories, that's a category What if you go into the gym and it ain't working? Do what? What if you go into the gym but it ain't working? Then I mean, if you At go to the gym trying. long enough, hard enough, and you eat right, right long enough, it's gonna work. Okay. Now it may take you longer than it takes other people. It's and true. If, yeah. If you're big and fat and you're going to the gym and you're working and you're eating right, because I'm a. This is the thing people got to get in their head. You got to start thinking about trajectory, not where you're at. Yeah. Where are you going? Because everybody that's and that's that goes back to the atomic habit habits. Uh, book because that's what he talks about in there. I feel a little like the Liver King about yeah, switching you got, you your look mindset at your to trajectory. Yeah. yeah, will change your life. 
Because as long as you're thinking about trajectory, you're moving forward. Is that like projecting? Yeah, thinking about where you're going to be in yeah. five years. Because most people money. want immediate results. Exactly. And that's, what, that's what screws you up. But I do that with money, dude, there all the time. no immediate results in anything. And money, I get caught up in that shit, too. I still want anything. it. I think everybody wants it. Me too. Fitting this hamburger in your mouth, boy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got to show you after we get done, my trajectory for, uh, I mean, my projections. I call it projections. But yeah, well, trajectory is Financial, though. I do financial projections. What you got to remember too, is though. you can't change where you are in a moment. No, nah, In hell one moment. No. But you can change your trajectory in one moment. True. You can make one decision in your life right now to change the trajectory of your whole life, of yeah. your eternity, of everything. You can change your whole trajectory. Right. Of everything in your life right now with one decision. You legacy. can make one decision right now, right in this moment as you listen to this podcast. You can make one decision in this moment that can change the trajectory of your life from now to when you're dead. But you can't make one decision right now that's mm-hmm. going to change where you are right now. But you right. can change your trajectory right this right. moment. So trajectory is what's important, not where you are. You mindset. can be fat, but if you got the right trajectory, you're then you're not a piece of shit. You're right. on the right way. You can be, you the can right. be broke, but if you got the right trajectory... If you're headed in the right direction, then you you ain't, in my opinion, you ain't broke. That's me. You know what I mean? That one's me. As long as you got the trajectory and you're going in the right direction and you're doing getting 1% better every single day, every single day. You got 365 days a year. If you get 1% better every single day, that's 365%. I do it every two weeks, but same difference. You know what I mean? Well, then you're going to get 23% better. You know, in a year, but that's still better than that's still better than still twenty three percent better than you were, right? And then in five years, you one hundred percent. That's pay periods, though. That don't count. So I had to do that fourteen times to get. But think about it. Don't just think about it in terms of money. Think about it in everything. I'm just saying, my specialty is trajecting money. It's where I've been getting like. It's where you've been getting better. Yes, but you can get better in everything. I agree to that, but I'm just saying, like right now, my main focus is money because when I don't have to worry about being hungry, then I can worry about being. No, you can do it all right now. Uh, I mean, it's a mindset thing, though. I don't have that mindset right now. But why not? I mean, I try to. Don't but get you me wrong. Change your mindset on your trajectory right now. Don't get me wrong. I try to. I try to. I am trying to. How about right. that? You're I out. am trying to. So I'm your working out. Better. I'm working out. I'm down. Trying to save money. I am saving money. I mean, that's bullshit. I am saving money. I like cutting costs of everything right now. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, like weigh out some bacon. <laughs> at the store I'm like nah bro cut that fat off we ain't gonna eat that and wait again are you getting deli bacon yeah cut that fat off and wait again because uh, I'm not eating that part that saved me like $17 you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. it's just a metaphor but still it's just a metaphor wasn't it it was wasn't it it really was a, was it was or no I'll be honest I didn't hear the last thing you said before you man said I don't that. like when you play on your phone when I'm, I'm talking I'm basically like the worst co-host in the world because if I start talking you start playing your phone I'll, happy Merry Christmas one motherfucker second. one second Keep talking. It was a metaphor. I ain't got nothing else to say. What you got to say, bro? I'm done talking. You done? No. But I want to hear <laughs> you what you got to say. I, mean, I knew you wasn't done. I want to hear what you got to say. About what? Traject? Anything, man. Yeah. No, I like, what do you what do you traject, project at your house, in your household? Like, mine's always been money because we've always I've just we've recently, always lived paycheck to paycheck. Right. Yeah, I've just recently, the past couple of years, gotten into the like finances, like financial, like that, like trying to. Uh, yeah, project where I want to be in a few years. Because I, I was the same way, living paycheck to paycheck. And I realized and after 35, I was like, man, this is bullshit. Everybody yes. does, dude. People I learned at $300,000 a year. $300,000 a year, people live paycheck to paycheck. Because that's the mindset of America. Three hundred People that make $300,000 a year will live paycheck to paycheck. That's crazy, though, right? They do it all the time. People that make six figures live paycheck to paycheck. Keeping up time. with the Joneses, too. You're richer if you make $50,000 a year and are saving money than somebody who makes $300,000 a year but lives paycheck to paycheck. 
And understanding that fact will change your whole life. Well, my shit's fucked so up. So many people do that. That's why it's so important. Number one, don't live paycheck to paycheck and live below your means. But number two, build yeah. passive income. Buy rental property. Buy things that make you money when you're not there. Because as long as you're making money based on your time, you'll find a way to spend that money right. most of the time. Yep. Unless you're really, really disciplined. So That's where I'm getting disciplined. Building passive income, things like that. That's what I'm trying to do. You know. Building things, building things and systems that make money without you having to be there, without you having to be present, is a game changer. Um, you know, learning how to invest, learning how to like build systems, whatever. Um, and another thing, man, most people, most people live in this mindset of if I make two thousand dollars a month, or if I make ten thousand dollars a month, it don't matter. I have ten thousand dollars a month to spend. I yeah. can go spend, get on payments. I can spend five hundred, eight hundred dollars a month on a car payment. I can spend, I can spend whatever. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you can get up to, you can spend up to ten thousand dollars a month. And well, that's, that's just not the mindset. That's what I'm saying. That's where I was. Yeah, I, I, I say thirty five, but probably even earlier than that. But, but like prime example, when I was in the military, like when I went overseas, back to back three times in a row, and getting hazard pay, per diem pay, not spending shit because I'm over there. Right. Get home and blow it. Three times in a row. Three years in a row, I spent every bit of that shit. Just a little bit. So? Yep. But uh, even then, you would think after you do that and you get older, you'd be like, well, I, I want to quit living paycheck to paycheck. No. It was only when I was into my 30s, I was like, man, this is, this is because I don't not, like this. It doesn't come down to just understanding that you need to stop that because you probably knew you needed to stop it when you came home from Iraq and you blew the money the first time. Yep. The first time you did it, you knew, oh, man, I messed up. I came home and blew all that money. But you didn't just have to change your mind. You had to change your habit. You had to break the cycle. Yep. And that's a totally different mindset. Changing the yep. habit of something is different than knowing you messed up because yep. you can know you messed up and mess up again. And that's what I've done a few years ago. And now, like, I can honestly say the past four years, I have been – hellaciously saving money that's good and man. it feels good though yeah because man living paycheck to paycheck is trash dude so guys on this podcast what i really want to drive home create habits and the trajectory of your life no matter if it's in your fitness your finances your family your faith whatever it is make small changes that will change the trajectory and then also the biggest thing that i've been on right now is just understanding that at some point you got to make a decision of who you're going to be and make the decision of it's time to be the person that you always knew you were supposed to be, no matter if it's in your business, no matter if it's in your fitness, no matter what it is, making that decision. And the younger you make the decision, the younger you make the decision that you're going to be this person, the easier it's going to be to make the change. The longer you wait, if it's with your finances, if it's with your fitness, the harder it's going to be make the, to, to make the change because it gets harder and harder as you get older. I think got, about young people that don't listen to shit. Yeah, young people because young people don't haven't haven't had enough life punch them in the mouth nah, yet. You can't tell them nothing. You're right, but old folks, you know, because you know it's funny. People are not old folks. People are. We've had enough enough life hit us in the mouth at this age that we're like, you know what? It's time. It's right? time to make a change. Like like my stepdad told me. Remember, I told you this back in the day. I think. The more money you make, the bigger the party is when you're young. Right. I was like, what? What? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he was right. Yeah. And like, if I just listened, if I listened to him when I was 21 years old, I'd be a millionaire right now probably. Was he telling you not to do that? Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, the, the more money you make, the more the bigger the party. So, anyway, that's all I wanted to get on. I'm not going to do no caffeine this late, oh. obviously. Um, we're going to cut it right there. We 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 at the spot right there. We're so, cutting it? Yep. Um, Man, I don't got a feeling of vibes ready to talk to you guys. Well, come on. Let's come with it. We can, keep on we can do another pot. We can do another episode right now. All right. Cut it. Appreciate it, guys. Thank y'all for listening to this episode. We'll see y'all on the next episode of the Man Up Podcast. Make sure that you leave us a review. Five stars, baby, on iTunes. Share us to anybody. We don't have any ads on the show. And so y'all help us out. Um, and it's, for us not having any ads, man, you got to share it. So you got to share it, on, it share and text on, me. Share it on your Facebook. Text all. What's your number, dog? 662-497-2532. Uh, all right. Peace. Peace. Man.